0: Hello everyone, Keeper Dan here. This is the Campus Crier originally recorded for episode 67. This was just myself and Keeper Chad, and once I listened back to our recordings, the audio was really bad, and I spent all day trying to clean it up, and it just didn't go so well. So we are going to actually redo those topics for the next episode, and that's going to be 67. This is just going to be a supplementary with just the crier. Miskatonic University Campus Crier. Campus Crier's Miskatonic U student paper. Here's where we go through news and feedback. This episode's recorded on November 2nd, 2014.
1: And to start out, in case you missed it, Brett Kramer posted uh, an entire article a day on his Arco Gazette blog during the month of October. I think he called it October Ganza. The uh, the posts, if you haven't read them, and uh, we're a little late on the ball here, it's, it's already November, but um, it's a lot of rich material for keepers. You've got... Um, Locations, obscure locations for Lovecraft Country, like Sefton, Massachusetts, which only barely gets a mention, but uh, he does some scholarly investigation into what it might have been. Disasters in New England. There's a whole interview with Mike Mason uh, about Lovecraft Country, maritime history. And there's a forgotten section on Kingsport from Kevin Ross that was printed in Unspeakable Oath Number 4, which is way out of print. And then he he like actually got Kevin's permission to reprint it, and then Kevin had to get permission from the powers that be to get that printed. So there's a lot of work involved, and it's a great month-long list of resources. It's awesome. Nice. And I just learned this morning in an email that um, Brett also got a Chaosium license for Sentinel Sentinel Hill Press. So that means... The Arkham Gazette is gonna is legitimate. <laughs> it also means, yeah, that he's probably going to do a Kickstarter for the third issue, uh, which is yet to be released. So,
0: okay, well,
1: nice. Good news for him. He was waiting, I think, uh, quite a while about about news about that, and hadn't uh, wasn't sure when he would announce it. But I, I think the official word is out now.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Oh, so we'll keep everybody informed on what's going on with that. Another game, Cthulhu Strange Aeons, a horror future space RPG, was announced in May. Uh, the Kickstarter has launched and it includes some uh, recognizable authors such as Adam Scott Glancy, Rob Schwab, Oscar Rios, Jeffrey Moler, and Sean Moley.
1: Yeah that looks fascinating the it helps that there are such heavy hitting authors on that i can't wait to see what they do with it i would definitely if anybody is a particular fan of that i would really like to play it
0: yeah this is going to go through december 2nd and it's currently sitting at uh $12,177 $12,177 their goal is $60,000 but yeah right after we do an episode on space based horror games poof here's another one
1: yeah <laughs> yep.
0: I love and that cover one. art
1: definitely yeah it's got a kind of uh, sleeping alien looking I guess that could be a Cthulhu face given that it's Cthulhu Strange Aeons.
0: Yeah, but the actual cover image with the woman in the uh, oh. space suit holding a Mego yes. brain canister.
1: Yes, one that's been apparently ripped out of some yeah. other biological entity. Yeah,
0: Yeah. So it looks like she's maybe trying to rescue somebody, possibly. <laughs> yeah. You know, they may have the technology to actually put whoever that is back into a more functional... Shell,
1: sure. Or make a uh, like a mecca out of them. Uh huh. <laughs> Plug them in, which
0: would be a pretty cool character concept to have, right? Oh, and then the Keeper's book is pretty awesome. Right underneath uh, that,
1: yep. A kind of a uh, monster-shaped gateway, teeth all through it.
0: Yeah, big old Cthulhu head above, and okay, that's kind of cool. The the spacesuit armor that these four. People are wearing. It's got the circle and then the V connecting them underneath. It looks very much like the Novacore. Okay, that's the first thing I think of.
1: I don't know Novacore. Where's that? What is?
0: Uh, Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy?
1: Yes. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. It totally does. (laughs) Yeah, they uh, they're referencing um, films like. Event Horizon, Alien, and Predator, as far as the the mood and the uh, you know space horror kind of feel.
0: I am all good with that.
1: Yeah, so cool. Um, so, so we'll keep yes, you guys
0: informed as this progresses.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a whole other uh, setting to play around in. And uh, speaking of strange aeons, the miniatures skirmish game, Strange Aeons, which funnily enough, has a very similar name. So when I searched for Cthulhu Strange Aeons for the update, they got the skirmish game. Uh, but that has a Kickstarter for, I think, second edition, and it's ending today. So you may or may not be able to jump on that in time, but, um, it's, you know, people like this game. I'd love to play it. I'd love to play it at a con. I've actually looked for it and haven't found it, um, Obviously, I didn't look too hard at Gen Con. I'm sure it was there, but um, it's, have you seen this before? It's like a skirmish game where you have, um, I think, individual characters that face mythos entities Hmm. and you can actually play a campaign where you go from sane to mad. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
0: So, yeah, I'm not really all that familiar with that. That's pretty cool.
1: I think it's been played as a an actual play on what is uh Felicia Day's uh channel. Oh, uh, Geek, Geek and, Sundry. and Sundry. Yeah, they have uh a, a miniature maybe. Well no, it's actually they they have a miniatures vlog. They they rolled oh, out a okay. series of vlogs. Yeah. Yeah, there she is. Terry Latorco, who does the minis vlog and she tested it with the creator in one of the episodes. I will actually find that and put it in the show notes.
0: Cool. I'm loving the models for this uh, Strange Aeons skirmish game. These are really nice little sculpts.
1: Yeah, they're really beautiful. And the people who do these things make really amazing models, like uh, buildings, rundown buildings, Innsmouth-style towns. I I just love the, the miniatures work that fans of this game have been
0: doing. Yeah, this is really cool. Also, I wanted to bring attention to another podcast and uh, some friends of the show over at the Gamers Table podcast. They have been releasing an actual play campaign that's been kind of edited into being an audio drama. That This is an original scenario by uh, Eric, the uh, GM over there. Called the Stygian Fragment.
1: Huh. Hmm.
0: It's a really well-produced uh, campaign, and for NPCs, he's even getting uh, assistance from like other podcasters to do voices. I'm in like the first episode, and
1: oh no way, are you really? Yeah, right on. Oh, cool.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I believe like a, a young um, monk answering the the door or phone it's been a while now but uh it's you know it's very cool to have a wide range of voices instead of one person trying to do all the npcs Mm -hmm. what they do is they play out the game as per normal but that gives eric kind of a script and so he can actually just he writes out lines for what the npcs say during play and then he sends those off to other people to read off the lines and then he edits those in
1: oh man I I, I love this so much <laughs> yeah it is a <laughs> ton is... of
0: work but sure. it comes out really really well
1: this is I, I, I've been thinking about this for a long time thinking that this would that APs in roleplay would start to shift maybe or some people would would start to do these high production radio play treatments I really hope that that art form continues to develop. Um, I actually thought, you know, in my uh, like armchair ambition that uh, I might be first, but I'm glad that these guys. Yeah. (laughs) And
0: this is the second one he's done.
1: That's great. So tower of ape.
0: Yeah. Tower of the ape is in the Hyborian setting. So it's essentially the exact same time as Conan. And, it was using uh, Savage Worlds as the uh, game engine, and they did the exact same thing. Made it a full drama, and now they've moved on to try Call of Cthulhu. Uh,
1: I love it, man. I, I I just love it. This is exactly what I wanted because you know APs are not necessarily for everyone, mm-hmm. but I think it can be a great recruiting tr- tool. Yeah, to you know what I mean to send like a highly produced, tightly written kind of thing to somebody who's not a gamer and say, this is what we do. If we basically create improvisational radio plays, do you want to, do you want, does it sound interesting, you know?
0: Yeah. And these guys do a wonderful job. They're really good at playing their characters. They do, uh, at least one of the guys in Stygian Fragment does a, uh, like a, uh, Boston accent for his character and yeah, these guys are good. Oh, I can't wait to listen. And so, yeah, I highly recommend it. Eric does a wonderful job editing this together. Tower of the Ape is also highly recommended. that has got a lot of, you know, very pulp sensibility going on. It feels like something happening in the Conan uh, Mm. stories in that universe. That's that's great. Really excited about that. Yeah. And there's been a good number of episodes released for Stygian Fragments, so you've got to... A good chunk of time to uh, to listen to now. I have just subscribed. Excellent. And the regular podcast is also really good. The Gamers Table yes. podcast is excellent.
1: I think I listened to a couple episodes a while ago and then dropped it, so I'll, I'll have yeah. to go back to it.
0: it. It's nice. It covers all sorts of stuff about gaming in general, and it's only half an hour. Nice. And that's the Campus Cryer. Stay tuned on the feed, and episode 67 will be on the way next weekend. Pick up our normal release schedule. Thanks a lot. Bye. The Call of Cthulhu roleplaying game is property of Chaosium, Inc. The written works of H.P. Lovecraft are held in the United States public domain. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of this show is copyright of the Miskatonic University Podcast under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike License.